I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 283. Before we chat with today's guest, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. I cover the following areas in the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. Communication, consulting, technology, Microsoft community, engagement, personal brand, and career paths to hopefully you know, help people get the right career for them. If you want to be mentored in the next 90-Day Mentoring Challenge, it kicks off April this year. Go to nz365guy.com forward slash mentor. Otherwise, let's get on with the show. Today's MVP is from Bolton, England, which is kind of near Manchester. Currently working at Scottish Enterprises as a Dynamics 365 developer. He got his MVP awarded this February 2021. So we're talking about this month. So exciting. He also awarded Power Automate Community Superstar, a.k.a. Flownaut, for his contribution in 2019. Check his Twitter at MyDevExperience. Welcome to the show, Ajith Medithal. Yeah. Yes, Mark. Thank you. Did I pronounce your name right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's it's uh, definitely difficult for me. I'm not a good, uh, I'm a bit dyslexic, bad at reading. And so, uh, excellent. We got that right. Oh, yes. Um, now, I've been to Manchester, but not uh, Bolton. Is how, how far is it from Manchester? I think it's eight miles, eight or nine oh, miles. Oh, okay. Yeah. So very close, very close. Yes. And have you always lived there? Uh, no. I mean, I moved here since uh, 1997. Uh, so originally I'm from India, a, a state called Kerala, and then um, I was working there in IT there, uh, then working, you know, work just part of an outsourcing team, working here, then going back. Then I was about to go to New York, actually, for another work. Then I got an offer here, actually, saying, do you want to move to UK and work here with us? I said, OK, then. So that's why I end up here in a cold part of, part of the north side of England. Yeah. <laughs> so how many years is that in the UK, then? Oh, wow. Um, I'm 50 years old now, so <laughs> it's been a good few years. Uh, so that's when I, I was 27 years old. Wow. So, yeah, you've been here a long time. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, my son born here and... Uh, he can he can speak uh, proper Boltanian English and I, I speak <laughs> Indian English and <laughs> he can't speak my mother tongue whereas he can understand my mother tongue. So we we use multiple languages uh, in my house actually to communicate. I love that. <laughs> mm, very good. And and how did you find assimilating into the United Kingdom? Uh, I mean, of course, uh, initially <laughs> it was a culture shock. I believe you were in you you were in UK. I think is it. Yeah, yeah, I moved home. Like I got, I got a tip off about uh, COVID coming two months before it came. No, I didn't. But I just left two months before COVID hit, kind of thing. So it was just, a, it was just 
yeah, good luck only, you know. So, yeah, crazy. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it was a culture shock when I first came here because obviously I born and brought up in uh, India only. I worked in India, in Bangalore, Delhi and all in major cities in India as well. Uh, then uh, once I moved here, it's, you know, the, the culture is different. Um, so um, then slowly I adapted it and I like it. Uh, you know, I love it here now, you know, uh, apart from the probably the the weather actually the you know whereas in back home it's always 30 degrees it's nice and warm always and um, when you come to uk it's uh, guaranteed rain where i live bolton <laughs> every single day uh, we get occasionally i mean the last few few weeks ago we had bad snow yeah quite a lot uh, so i do lots of running as well so uh, that's why i hate this you know because i can't go out for my running <laughs> uh, yeah that so that's why i end up in uk yeah so, do you miss miss the food from home? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, of course, yeah, uh, I do actually. But I can cook uh, quite uh, quite a lot of Indian food. So, I really don't miss actually, apart from my mom's food, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, everything else I cook home uh, because since I graduated, I always moved away from my my uh, hometown. So, always my own, and uh, you know, you to cook yourself and find a way to <laughs> get out and get the things and get going, isn't it? So, uh, yeah. So those all experience, um, uh, you know, adds up uh, later on in your life. Uh, so I don't miss much now, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Do you get home much? Yeah. I mean, whenever I can, I go and see my mom and dad. They are in their uh, late, in the, I mean, mid-80s now. So, uh, you know, whenever I can, I go and see them and uh, give some support. Uh, yeah. Nice. Nice. So tell us a bit about your origin story. How did you how did you get into the career that you're in now and kind of what were the key highlights of your career that brings you up to kind to today? Okay, so uh, uh, I did a degree as a BSc Mathematics. So just before doing the BSc Mathematics, when I was doing my um, my A-level, so plus one or plus two nowadays, it's called pre-degree in, in those days before you go to uni. Um, I did a small uh, basic programming course. So I come from a very small town called Alapi. And um, there's only one computer center there. I just walked in there and said, can I, you know, do a computer course here? <laughs> they said, you're too young to do one and uh, you can join it. So luckily, my mom and dad supported me for, I still remember, like 300 rupees. It's got a lot of money that, those years that is. So uh, they they given the money to, you know, uh, to go and do it. And to then... Um, uh, I didn't do I didn't do well at all because it's all new to me. It's a very old. Uh, I mean, the computer was very new to me. Uh, I got chatted accountants, doctors. Everybody wants to get a hand on what's computer is those days, you know. Uh, then uh, that's a 286, uh, 286 processor machine it was. I still remember it <laughs> with the old floppy disk and all, you know. So I went. I went for a course and uh, I didn't do anything good. But luckily, when I went to my university degree, the last year I got Fortran and basic programming. Then that did click something then like, because I got something about it in the past, you know, which I did something as a touch-up course or something like that as a startup, you know. Uh, Then I thought, oh, this is really good. I want to do something with this now. So my plan was, initially my plan was just do the BSc Mathematics and probably do an MSc Mathematics or something. Then I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. So I did a postgraduate uh, diploma in computer applications afterwards. 
uh, that's why i did but uh, then again i didn't waste much much time on those time those years there was only one guy in my hometown doing programming um, uh, work those those times that was cobol programming so i walked into his house and said like see i'm looking for uh, I do, you don't need to pay me anything i'm just looking for something as an experience can i come with you and he said yeah come around then so he said the only issue is we, we only got one computer in every firm nowadays is very expensive device uh, uh, device it is so we can only do the programming in the evening solely so i go in the evening six o'clock work till with work uh, till midnight with him actually you know all i did was sitting along with him watching he code programming you know i can still code probably pro- <laughs> i can still program cobol quite well still it is in identification division environment division procedure division data division i can still remember all that so uh, i watched it then i bought a, a, a mcgraw hill book that's only books available in those days so i bought that book uh, in by in back my house and i just write the code in a plain white paper always you know because i don't have a computer to go and <laughs> do it and then slowly um, you know he got the confidence then uh, his name his name is sebastian so sebastian told me yeah you can do some uh, you know some of the things uh, uh, with me now so my first program was you know the old uh, dot dot matrix printers uh, you know you print invoices so that's the first job <laughs> so that's when i was doing then that's my first job and um, did as a part time then moved on to bangalore for doing bit more studies and then i got a job that's my proper first job i got Uh, that was in uh, indian uh, is an indian central, central government research firm called uh, uh, national aerospace laboratories they do fortran programming there so my job is uh, they make a model of small of uh, aircraft so they put the aircraft in a wind tunnel and uh, they blow you know uh, these uh, winds and the testing and all in the wind tunnels they do i walk in and take the floppy and get back to my computer and do fortran um, uh, coding uh, they get the data and an- analyze it uh, based on the formulas they give, they give i don't know what happens afterwards <laughs> i don't know anything about it all i do is plotting this uh, graph actually and uh, then one day one of my research uh, you know the senior uh, staff he come around and said you doing really good here and uh, you should look for you know uh, india is doing really well in it you should look for big public uh, private companies and go and look for it because you got lots of potential here and then doing this job i said okay then because i love my job this is this is quite the nature of me i never work for money so i always when if i like it i always stay there you know the money doesn't matter to me so uh, because right amount of knowledge i'm getting right amount of people i'm involved with that's why i always i was actually i never chased the money part uh, so uh, i thought okay then i look for it then i got the job in delhi then then immediately because of my cobol experience i was there's a big massive team it was like 80 people in a team uh, doing an erp software so uh, we were doing lots of coding jobs and then um, among the 80 people i was lucky enough to select a few of them to travel to uk to work here directly in a project that's why i end up in uk actually uh, yeah that's my that's my first uh, first uh, uh, you know travel also i brought my first flight journey <laughs> yeah so lots of things been uh, changed and um, my mom and dad um, 
you know they were um, they, they they were super pleased about it initially they were like a kind of a shock like you know what i'm going to uk to live now and uh, they've been asked me to move there and they were like oh really do you know anyone <laughs> so don't worry about it you know and even i don't know anyone you know mark you know i was um, i uh, i was stuck up in a hotel for uh, two months or one and a half months because you need you need in uk you need a credit a credit history to get something properly to get your life going i don't have nothing actually so nobody gives me a house to live <laughs> so i was always in a hotel you know so i applied a credit card immediately through the company and uh, yeah slowly slowly get on with that and um, then i stayed that company for a few years uh, like around 10 years i worked worked there uh, but then during those years uh, they transitioned they you know they changed the uh, so the um, the software to java uh, i didn't I, i don't want to go with java then because they, 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 there was a project for dotnet so i was working at dotnet so i was one of those guys who worked within the dotnet framework from the beginning of when microsoft released uh, so i i do quite a lot of programming job in the back in the old days so Uh, then um, the next job i work for a local government here as well um, for sharepoint so i got lots of experience in that then the next job i got in a consulting firm working along with the dynamics that's my first flavor of dynamics actually you know then moving on to power platform here we go then end up having a working i thought you know one day like i want to give this back to the community because i struggled a lot when i was studying it you know there was uh, there was no internet resource uh, even if you know if you guide someone and they uh, they can get lots of information than reading a book or trying to finding your own from an internet there are lots of good good resources out there from internet nowadays then i started contributing to the power automate community because i kind of worked with sql sharepoint dynamics you name it i'm quite good with those all this as well so i thought that's the best platform to get along with get into that so i started doing uh, you know community thing over you know then i was always in the you know i get lots of nice comments i thought okay that's good then one day from microsoft uh, uh, they sent me an email saying do you want to be a flow note um, then that time i couldn't join because i was busy moving the house here i uh, i couldn't join that time uh, then afterwards once i settled this new house i thought okay i'll, I'll i'm going to do it again then and then uh, i immediately got the flow note uh, uh, you know the status and then I, ke- i kept doing it i never counted it then all of a sudden i found out like last 18 months uh, you know i'm the top author for the community as i'm looking the website now i think i am the top 2 now uh, in that in the all time list uh, just before just before ash you probably know ash probably Uh, and then scott sharer there are two other two mps as well so i authored overall 784 solutions wow <laughs> yeah that's lots wow, of that's lots of time lots of time i i do actually i mean my my uh, one of my policy which i keeps myself is try to learn something new try to help somebody every day at least one solution in my community so like monthly roughly i do around 30 solutions a, a month minimum So so give us give us an idea of one of the 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 solutions that you've done that's kind of been a highlight for you. Oh, uh, there are there might be quite a lot there. So I work now as an independent consultant now. So I started in uh, with Scottish Enterprise which is a Scottish central government firm this is they look after the medium scale business. Um so when I started the the power platform uh, they were not much using it it's purely a dynamics platform they're using it. So I'm the first one they introduced it to the power platform. 
and uh, that's made a lots of impact. We have, we are one of the heavily uh, you know users uh, heavy uh, you know heavily used platform there the Power uh, Automate. The good news there is why it's more impact is um, tell you a small example like if you want to write a uh, custom flow, custom plugin or custom code, always you depending on a developer. Of course, I can code C quite well. I used to do a lot. I still love coding, but what I thought is uh, the, the when the cloud technologies comes out from Microsoft, the whole thing from the coding level is getting simplified much better, you know. So it's it's so you need to use those components. Why you want to re reinvent another wheel actually? You don't need to, you know. So I I did a couple of projects and I demoed it. They they really loved it. Now uh, you know, majority of those works uh, we look for, uh, we, we we hardly did. Uh, I, I've been honest with you, like for the last uh, few, uh, year, for the last 12 months, I haven't done much coding at all. Heavily used Power Platform. Even if I want it, I will write as a function or an API, uh, custom host it, then you can use that in Power Automate. But majority of, 99% of the time, you don't need it nowadays, you know. So that's the major impact, yeah, because avoid uh, that much level of uh, the coding, maintaining that code, deploying the code, all that worries are gone then, you know. What's involved in being a flow node? So that's uh, uh, that's mainly what uh, the flow note, how you can get a flow note uh, award is you start contributing it. Once you're contributing it quite uh, well, there is a community who look after uh, a person called Gabri Gabriel. Uh, then he will notify you saying that, uh, you know, do you want to come to the program? Um, they look some internal stats for it. And uh, then if you are, if you accept it, you can attend a monthly flow note meeting and from monthly flow note meeting you can discuss uh, various things they will show you different stats how well you're doing in the community internally there are certain points and ladders there and there are three levels of different flow notes there it's called super user one super user two super user three actually uh, so i am under the super user three that's the highest rank you can get only few are super user three actually it's quite difficult to get because in every six months you need to get thousand points and if you solutionize solutionize one uh, you only get two points i think <laughs> so <laughs> you need 500 solutions or something <laughs> that's also work yeah uh, to that, get that's that that's so good and that that's all that, that all can be found on powerusers.microsoft.com right that's that's where a lot of those contributions are Absolutely. So if you go to so if you go to the uh, Power Community, you know PowerApps.com or Power uh, uh, Flow Note, Microsoft.com. Still, the Flow name is still in, under the old name. It's called Power Automate. Uh, 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 Power Automate. It's called now. So, or if you go to PowerApps.com, there is a uh, there is a help link on the right hand corner. If you click there, you can see the community. There, you can post your questions. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So you've recently become an MVP. What's been the big highlights for for you in becoming an MVP? How did you become an MVP? Well, I mean, uh, I, I never, I never uh, thought about uh, that process. So I, you know, I like I said, I've always helped lots of people, and lots of people privately emailed me saying, "Why are you not an MVP yet?" I said, "I don't know." You know, and I, I believe Microsoft process is Microsoft need to nominate you or one of the MEPs need to go nominate you. So even I works with Ian, Ian Conley and he's an MEP also. So I never asked anyone to go and say like, hey, you know, I'm doing good here and can you please nominate me? I don't think it's quite right. In my principle is I don't think it's quite right to ask someone to say I want an MEP, you know. So I thought I will leave it that uh, I, I don't and I don't make much noise also about this. So what happened is one day last year, August, uh, Rasa contacted me. Rasa Dorani, uh, 
Raza contacted me saying, hey, Ajit, you've been a silent assassin here and, uh, you know, you're doing super good in this community. Can you please nominate your name? And I was super happy with that when he asked me because he's one of those guys, uh, you know, I, I rightly uh, put him right up there, actually. He does lots of lots of good work. So I thought, okay, please, yeah, do it then. Then Microsoft had an interview with me in December, I think. Yeah, December. Uh, that it went very well. Then finally I got the award, actually, yeah. I mean, it's all it's all purely based on community. I believe, Mark, you got a you you put a podcast or a YouTube video. I think I think it's a YouTube. You said how to get an MVP a while a, a while ago. I think so. You stressed about the community contribution. Scott stressed about it in that. I remember that. Yeah, that's when I was living in London that I put that series together. Yeah, so true. Oh, it's so good and so good to have you in the um, program. I see that we're, we're kind of like uh, on our time limit for today. Um, I always like to wrap up with some quick fire questions. Are you ready for yours? Okay. Okay. What's something you believed early in your career, but you think differently now? Um, I mean, probably the internet, you know? Yeah. That that's completely changed me completely. I never, 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 ever believed I could I could get this much knowledge in in within within uh, within a minute or wherever I go, I can access the internet and get whatever the knowledge I want. You know, so true. What's your most used emoji? Uh, me personally, a uh, happy uh, smile. Actually, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a very positive person. Cool. I like it. What's your dream car? Um, none actually. None. That, that, those days are gone now, to be honest. I am very happy to work and I do lots of running. I'm happy to run days or days. I love it. I love it. I love it. My dream car is walking my feet. It's good. If you could be famous, what would you be famous for? Um, educating more people and uh, getting more people to think positively. I like it. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? <laughs> uh, probably middle, I think. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Take the middle line. And finally, and finally, this one make you think again. What are the top three things in your bucket list? Oh, uh, I want to go. Uh, there are a couple of things. Uh, the top two will be. I want to uh, do the uh, Everest Base Camp. That's next year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I want to go there. That's in my bucket list. Then another one is I want to go to the. To, uh, tallest uh, mountain standing Kil- Kilimanjaro. Uh, so I want to go there as well. So those two in my list. So hopefully after Corona, that's going to happen, I think. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, uh, Ajith, for coming on the show. It's been great to learn your story and so impressed from somebody, you know, being heavily into coding, now using, you know, the low-code platform uh, of uh, the Power Platform and, 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 and specializing in Power Automate. So good to hear. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure to know you, actually. And uh, thank you for all your work. I mean, it's, it's been uh, so inspirational for lots of people around the world. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Business Applications MVP, Mark Smith, also known as the NZ365 Guy. Please like and subscribe in your favorite podcast player for future episodes. If you'd like to leave a review, go to nz365guy.com forward slash review and you'll have a list of options. Otherwise, stay safe out there. See you next time.